Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Mysterious Mike, are you interested in some rotten cotton? Rotten cotton? What is that? Are we talking about uh, cotton from uh, Dodgeball? No, not not cotton from Dodgeball. We are talking about the smash hit movie by Brian Henson, The Happy Time Murders. Smash hit? I know, I'm being facetious, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, alright. I'm, I'm, I'm with effing- you. Tanking at the box office, bad. Oh, is Real it tanking? Bad. Yeah, I, I didn't know. How did you not know? Do you not look at the internet? No, I, I, I was not looking at the internet. Dude, you like live on the internet. I do. I love the internet. I want to join the Matrix. I'm looking. Follow the White Rabbit. Like, like Elon. Yeah, follow the White Rabbit. I think. Elon should give everyone a Tesla if we're really in the Matrix. He should adjust adjust the code. Because I would love to have a Model 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some things about Tesla that I don't like. Uh, But we are talking about movies, so I'm not going to talk about that. Well, you know, the thing I don't like about Teslas the most is the cost. Well, I don't like the auto update and the gathering of all of your, your data when you when you park it it downloads to the mothership yeah but everything does that now your cell phones your smart watches your ovens your smart refrigerators your smart cars your smart blankets your smart coffee makers everything is hooked to the internet's now michael and we are always being tracked no matter what we do well, yes, I know all of that stuff is happening, but I don't just like how they're downloading all this stuff. And you're, you're basically, by driving their their car, you're giving them data uh, about, like, the roadways and where you drive and stuff for free. Yeah, but Google Maps does the same thing. Well, Google Maps isn't... Uh, have a car at your house that's true you didn't give google maps eighty thousand dollars to use their app either right so anyways all right mike i think that's a pretty good jump to uh talk about our movie uh happy time murders you want to give us the uh, rundown on melissa mccarthy's latest comedy yeah sure um so uh this is the happy time murders uh, it's directed by Brian Henson, uh, Jim Henson's son. Uh, writers are uh, Todd, Todd Berger and um, starring Melissa McCarthy, Elizabeth Banks, Maya Rudolph, Leslie David Baker, Joe McHale, and Cynthia Wu. Um, and the, the plot summary for this is when... The puppet cast of an 80s children's TV show began to get murdered one by one. A disgraced LAPD detective-turned-private-eye puppet takes on the case. Well, all right, Mike. What? Okay, you know what? I'm just going to start off by asking you uh, what, because I, I know you 
we already discussed it a little bit. I know you like this movie. So go for it. Why do you, do you enjoy the Happy Time Murders so much and you're going to give it a five out of five reels? Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't say I was going to give it five out of five reels, but I I thought it was kind of funny. Um, there are some problems with this movie, specifically the Red Band trailer that everyone passed around because they, they thought it was funny, has most of the movie in it. And that's sad. Yeah, it really kind of, maybe that's why I'm not a huge fan of it, because it really kind of ruined the entire movie, because literally all four jokes that are funny in the movie are is basically the trailer. Yeah, there was a few other jokes that I kind of found funny, but uh, for the most part, yes. They're the... The main funny parts in the movie are are in the Red Band trailer. So, did it do a good job of getting us to go to the theater and, and see it? Uh, yes, yes, it did. We were both pretty excited about it, and I thought it was it was okay. Uh, it, it's not that that great, and the uh, the the puppet murder scenes were great, but uh, uh, you know, it was just um, it was just okay. See, now I'm going to tear it apart and I'm going to try not to because I know you enjoyed it. And I know my sister and brother-in-law called me in the middle of me actually watching the movie last night. I did not answer my phone, but I felt it going off to talk about how awesome Happy Time Murders is and how it is the best movie of the year. And I immediately called them back when I got out because one, she never calls me. So why are you calling me on a Friday night at 11 o'clock. But uh, that was mostly my biggest concern because she never does. But um, I called her and I immediately let her know what I really thought about this movie. And I did not enjoy it at all. I found it boring. And I think I'm just really disappointed because the trailer looked so good. There are so many funny parts in it. And going into it, basically, there's maybe a handful of funny parts outside of the trailer. But for the most part, the the trailer's the movie, and it really kind of ruined it, I guess. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, Mike. It's just, I had such high hopes for this. It just seemed so funny. I know it was going to be raunchy, and I accepted that. I didn't. I don't have a problem with raunchy movies. Never have, never will. But it it's kind of fun and good for about the first 45 minutes of the movie, and then it's just kind of the same thing over and over and it the story just gets very boring to me and it's i don't know man i don't know i just i i guess i'm more disappointed in it than it being a bad movie because maybe that's what's affecting my thoughts on it i don't know i just had such high hopes for this yeah yeah it it's just okay um i was worried that melissa mccarthy was going to bring on the the over, overzealous Melissa McCarthy that she sometimes has in some of her movies, but in this movie she was actually more subdued, and not even really too much comedy on her side. I mean, she had some jokes and one-liners, but most it was it was more of a subdued uh, role for her, which was kind of different. Yeah, she wasn't quite as uh, boisterous of a character as she was in, say bridesmaids or even uh the uh ghostbusters uh reboot yeah 
she was kind of more chilled. She was a, uh, she had her loudmouth kind of moments, especially when her and her puppet partner would get together and argue about why they, you know, the puppet partner is no longer on the police force and why he's a PI and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought it was kind of, uh, I guess the reason that the puppet gets kicked off of the police force was kind of, to me, dumb, but whatever. Yeah, it was pretty dumb, but especially since, I mean, we'll talk about it when we get into the spoilers, but, you know, for it's counterintuitive to what they're trying to present in the movie about puppets and humans interacting and being together in this world. Because it seems like the puppets are second-class citizens the entire time. And nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cares. That's why it's even kind of odd as a movie in that way. Because the Happy Time Murders is the murder of a puppet cast, basically, of a big-time TV show. And it's not like a puppet police that shows up to investigate these murders it is the full-on police department but yet nobody gives a shit about puppets so why do they care that puppets are being murdered like it's very contradictory yeah yeah well it, it kind of leads to the audience to try and feel for the puppet um private investigator guy I think because he's trying to do this noble cause of figuring out what's going on with that. And they also got hired on to to uh, look into this uh, lady's background because she's supposedly got like a stalker. And, uh, you know, it was. I, I, I guess I mean, it's it's interesting how, how much work it takes to get puppets into movies and stuff. But this story was just strange, I guess. It, you know, the story was done kind of almost in one of those, um, classic detective noir kind of films where the detective is the narrator as well. And he's talking about this and talking about that. And when he was on the police force and things and, I don't think it really worked because it's a puppet that's doing it. I don't know. Maybe that just reading yeah. into it too much. I mean, I like a lot of those films, but it's, it, it just didn't work for me. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was okay. Um, I wanted it to be sillier. I wanted it to be raun- maybe not raunchier, but I wanted, I wanted more substance. I wanted more execution. I wanted, I wanted more and it just kind of wasn't there. I mean, there, you know, you get these kind of lulls and then you get like a really kind of funny, odd off the wall part. And then you get like another really long lull and. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was some funny off the wall things that were not shown in the red band trailer. So that was good, but you know, uh, it, it was just okay. I mean, I laughed. There was I there was some funny stuff. All right, Mike. Let's go ahead and dive in head first. How does the Happy Time Murders 
relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, Matt, thanks for asking. Uh, this movie, uh, the makeup by uh, Linda D. Flowers. She also worked on Captain America, the first Avenger. So the very first Captain America movie. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. I figured it would have been, well, you know, I don't even know. It seemed like a lot of people worked on similar movies that, that were in this. Like a lot of people, it's almost like there's certain kinds of crews of people that like when someone makes a movie, they all just go and make it together. And it seemed like there's a lot of people that worked on a lot of the same movies. So it was a little bit harder to find somebody who was in the MCU tie-in. But, you know, I found him. So. Nice. Nice. See, I bet you it's a lot like uh, the real world and the real working world. It doesn't really matter what you can do or how good you're at it. It's who you know. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. All right, Mike. So I don't know if we can talk too much more about this movie without getting into a lot of the spoilers, especially some of the funnier jokes in the film. So let's go ahead and do it. Spoilers from here on out until the end. Here's your warning. Go ahead and hit stop, hit pause, uh, go see the movie or don't go see the movie and listen to this, whatever. But spoilers from here on out. Okay. You, you're just going to say, okay, you're not going to add any more than that. Well, I thought you were going to start busting oh, out. Oh, fine. I will do it then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, the cow milking scene. That's exactly where I thought you were going to go. Is, and that's uh, where I was going to go. Was uh, interesting. Uh, I like how they kept bringing it up. So, like, it just kind of shows up through the movie a lot. And I think <laughs> it took them a long time to make that look good. So, Dude, uh, that shit was hilarious. That was one of the funnier scenes in the movie. Because it's not just a cow that's being milked. It's a cow being milked by an octopus. So, there is, like, four arms going on each one of the four udders. It was just hilarious yeah yeah no it was it was good um that was great um the weird thing with the with the puppets like and sugar and stuff it was it was it was uh interesting like it was like crack or whatever like cocaine but it was like and and then there was this weird tie-in with melissa mccarthy's character having a puppet liver yeah, I dude, I like that. I thought that was funny because that explains, you know, uh, some of her tie-ins and some of the uh, arguments she has and things and why everybody turns their back on her and stuff. I like that. I like that. I thought that was fun. Yeah, yeah. Because it just didn't make sense. Because, uh, like, when the uh, puppets are being murdered and their heads are exploding, there's no organs or anything coming out. It's just cotton. <laughs> so it's like okay so her liver is basically a giant ball of cotton all right yeah <laughs> uh 
Um, one of my other favorite parts that started towards the beginning, it was actually right around the same scene as the, uh, the, uh, cow milking scene was the uh puppet dog and the fireman oh god yeah. that was so yeah. funny yeah that was yeah, so yeah funny. That, that, that was pretty funny uh and it but kept again, like going these, on yeah yeah again all these scenes take place in like the first 30 minutes of the movie so maybe that's why i was so disappointed because all this hilarious scenes take place and then it's just kind of like boring after that but i mean <laughs> The, the dog, I mean, just threaten, threatening the firefighter, you know, what you want me to pee on you like a hydrant? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was pretty, <laughs> that, that, that uh, was pretty funny. Uh, it was interesting to see like the, the puppets talking like dirty or whatever and like just, I guess, raunchy and just cursing and stuff. That was, that was interesting. And then it's. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, and then Elizabeth Banks' character. I was like, I almost forgot that she was in this. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's interesting. I wonder why she chose to do this movie. But she was kind of funny. Yeah, she had an interesting character that was not hardly in this movie at all, which kind of sucked. Because I'm a huge fan of Elizabeth Banks. I think she's hilarious. Yeah, she's been in some some pretty good movies, too. So she's she's funny. Zach and Miriam make a porno. She was in 40-year-old version. I mean, she's been in she's been in some fun stuff. Yeah, she's a director now. I think she directs. Uh, she directed those Pitch Perfect movies, I believe. Oh Lord, <laughs> those will never be reviewed, even if people ask. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I couldn't make it through La La Land. I'm not going to make it through a Pitch Perfect movie. I'm sorry. Oh, La La Land was awesome, dude. Are you high? I guess so. I couldn't make it. I made it through 15 minutes of it. I had to turn it off. Wow. Okay. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. And you know what sucks, too, is I really wanted to see The Greatest Showman. I really wanted to see that movie, but I know I probably would have gotten up and walked out on that one, too. Why? Because of the dancing and singing? Yeah, I don't do well with musicals, man. I just don't. Man, The Greatest Showman's really good. I know. That's why I wanted to see it. Even my friend at work who said uh, he hates musicals with a passion loved The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. So when it comes out, you know, on Netflix or one of those other services I don't have to pay for, I'll probably watch it on that because if I can't handle it and I turn it off, I won't feel so bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Whereas if I pay for something and I walk out, I feel like I have to sit there no matter what kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Happy time murders, Mike. Puppets having sex. Puppets swearing. Puppets being murdered. Yeah. God, that one murder scene, the main character's brother that was in the hot tub. Oh, yeah, with the dogs. Yeah, that was a great murder scene. He just got pulled apart. That was so funny. (laughs) Yeah, that was funny. (laughs) You know when they were making that shit, they were like, oh, this is great. I I don't know if they could have just contained the laughter. I mean, at the end credits, I don't know. Did you stay through the end credits? Yeah, yeah. When you watch some of the kind of behind the scenes stuff. Yeah, it looked like they had more fun shooting the movie than the movie actually was. 
I mean, I it was just so cool how they like the puppets. For those of you who don't know, uh, the puppets are actually like walking like around in the real world. And it's two guys in green screen suits that are sitting there making the puppet walk and stuff. It oh so funny. Yeah. I mean yeah, no, it was good. Oh jeez. God, I can't even imagine the amount of time it took them to take all that crap out. It was probably not as bad as like a making an MC MCU movie with all the digital crap in that. But Still having to take all the puppeteers out must have been a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was interesting to see how that was done. I was like, oh, that's cool. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I I liked the behind the scenes stuff. I, I thought that was almost more interesting than the movie. <laughs> so harsh, dude. So harsh. You really, really didn't like this one. I was, I I think I was just let down. I was just let down. I expected so much more. Ugh. I mean, I was seriously looking forward to this since like the day they released the trailer. Yeah, and uh, what was it? Sesame Street even sued to try and not get this released. Right. There was a lot of controversy around it. Oh well. Ugh. All right, so what else do you want to add about the uh, Happy Time Murders there, Mike? Um, it was it was neat to see them try and turn the puppet like stereotype upside down, essentially, because usually puppets are for kids and kids movies and stuff, and this one was like, nope, this one's totally just like X rated, pretty much. You know, I mean, not really X, but R rated. It had a lot of, you know, pups, puppets with, like, sex and um, all kinds of cursing and violence and, you know, just <laughs> just mayhem. Pur- purple bush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Does a curtain match the drapes? God. My little sister was trying to point out, she was saying, like... I don't remember the name she said, but she was totally wrong on the scene. And I was like, no, Heather, that is an extremely famous scene that has been um, copied over and over and over since basically the day that scene came out. And that's, you know, Sharon Stone's basic instinct scene, famous scene where she shows off her uh, nether regions by uncrossing her legs and then crossing them back over. Yep, yep. It has been I I don't even know how many times, but it's referenced in so many different movies and stuff. I always am like, oh yeah, the basic instinct thing. Yeah, it just reminds you, like you know, basic instinct still had that kind of impact, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, did you notice that this movie actually the last movie that we released too or uh, reviewed too was also produced by the H Brothers? That uh, yeah, Chinese yeah. Uh, company, man, they're making movies like crazy. Yeah, I was wondering about that because I don't really recall seeing H Brothers around that much. And now, were they involved in the Meg too? I'm not sure if it was the Meg. May- maybe. Let me see. Because I, re- I remember seeing them fairly recently, like probably in the past month, month and a half on another movie. Other than Happy Time Murders 
and uh, uh, Mile 22. But um, it was kind of nice because the H Brothers have some other movies coming out that I didn't even know existed on this world. And they were trailers before this one and before Mile 22. Like, uh, I guess uh, Jennifer Garner's doing an action movie now. Did yeah, you see that trailer? Yeah, yeah, the, the um, Peppermint. Yeah, it basically looks like Death Wish, but not. Yeah. So I think I'll still probably go see it because I, you know, I, as horrible as Daredevil was, I mean, I did kind of like uh, uh, her playing Electra. You know, that she, I thought she did all right. She didn't do great, but she did all right. So I wouldn't mind seeing her doing another action movie. I'll be all right with it. Yeah, no, that movie looks interesting. Um, you know, it's a classic revenge movie, so I love that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who doesn't? You know, God, speaking of revenge movies, the other day I was uh, scrolling through my voodoo. I really need to give you access to that, by the way. But uh, I was scrolling through my voodoo, and they had one of my favorite revenge movies of all time on sale for like $3, and I bought it. Yeah, what was it? Mel Gibson's Payback. Oh yeah, I like I like that movie. Yeah, that's good. I, I love that movie. That movie is so good. That's a really good revenge movie if you've never seen it. That might be have to have to become a legacy cast too. I really did enjoy that. Yeah, my favorite revenge movie I think is uh Man on Fire. Yeah, oh dude, yeah. That's on a whole nother level though. Even even compared to Payback, I mean that is just that is an incredible movie. Incredible movie. And then um, the Gerard Butler movie um, with Jamie Foxx as a lawyer. Uh, oh, uh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to find it. I was going to say that one is not ringing a bell for me at all. Gerard Butler and Jamie Foxx. Yeah, huh. law-abiding law citizen. Oh my gosh, that is such a revenge movie. It's awesome. Is it pretty good? I don't, I don't know if I ever saw that. Oh, dude, Shit. you you would like it. Law-abiding citizen. Look it up. Yeah, I need to go. I need to go check that one out for sure. So, all right, Mike. So speaking of revenge, um, what do you rate the Happy Time Murders? Well. Uh, this one, I, I, I think I'm going to go with three reels. Uh, it's okay. I wouldn't really recommend people go, well, you know, scratch that. I recommend people see it because it's interesting to see, uh, puppets in such, uh, adult, uh, type roles. So that, that, that alone is worth seeing. So I, I, I say three reels for, and you should see it in the theater. Oh, dude, I, I, no, I, I can't, I can't condone it. I can't condone it, Mike. I just, I, like I said, I think the trailer just ruined it for me and the buildup for it ruined it for me. I just, I really expected this movie to be better. I really wanted more and I didn't get it. There was a, a handful of really good, really funny parts surrounded by crap. Just, Boring, boring, boring crap. Just, ugh. I gave it two out of five. I just, no. Wow. 
Well, I don't think, you know, if you want to watch it when it comes to Netflix or Amazon or even hell, Redbox it, I'll condone that. But I don't think you should go waste your money in the theaters. And clearly, um, a lot of the audience didn't either, because when I went and saw it on opening night on this past Friday, uh, I think there was seven other people in the theater and it was in one of the biggest theaters at Picture Show. Wow. And I got to use my movie pass again. Woo! Oh, man, that's important. That's important. That is two movies in a row. So that's why I don't feel quite as bad. Because I think if I would have had to pay $10 for this movie, I would have probably given it a one. Wow. Those but I didn't. Harsh, so, harsh, harsh words. I know, man. I know. Because I liked a lot of the actors in this. You know, I like... I liked Joe McHale's part. He did a good job. Uh, I Melissa McCarthy, you know, was a lot more subdued and toned down. And I think that really worked. And, you know, Maya Rudolph as Bubbles was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hilarious. You know, she has like the name of a puppet slash stripper. And she <laughs> is the assistant to the puppet PI. Yeah. I mean, just hilarious. That's that's good writing right there, and I expected that for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry you were <sighs> let down, man. I, I didn't feel uh, as bad as, as Matt did on this one, but hey, it's okay. We don't have to agree. No. Nope, we don't. Maybe I'll have to watch it again and be drunk this time or something. I don't know. Maybe it'd be fun if I'm drunk. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Or I'll snort some sugar. Yeah. But I might die, though. Yeah. I might die, though, because I don't have a uh, puppet liver. Yeah. Full of cotton. <laughs> I do like that line, though. The, the, when they're, God, what, what was that? What was the name of that? Skittle Alley or Skittle Row or something? Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I forgot. You remember it yeah, was like yeah. Skittle, I think it was Skittle Alley or something. It was basically the, the, uh, the shitty, dingy, transient awful drug den of the puppet world yeah <laughs> and it's called skittle alley because everybody's just down there doing sugar <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh and then those two uh hooker puppets like i used that opening line in the in the podcast but i mean you know rotten cotton i mean that's just great that's that's see that's a good line and I wanted like the whole movie to be have lines like that throughout it, and it didn't. Yeah. Ugh. So let down. Anyways, all right, Mike. So this is the end of episode forty-three. So we have on the horizon episode fifty. And I think we should do something special for episode 50. What do you think we should do, Mike? I don't know. I was, I was, I was uh, trying to think about what to do. I had a couple ideas floating around in my head. I'm not the smartest guy ever. But uh, I was thinking of trying to get our iTunes reviews back up and maybe doing a uh, giveaway again. I was thinking maybe uh, we'll give away a Blu-ray this time. Oh. Maybe like a, uh, you know, maybe like a copy of Deadpool 2. Okay. 
yeah. maybe a copy of Infinity Wars. You know, something like that. Something that really relates to us. Or uh, the other one that was floating around in my head that wouldn't cost me any money that I don't have is uh, possibly just going back and doing a special legacy cast. I was thinking either something along the lines of a movie that is having their 50th anniversary this year, but I couldn't really think of any because 50 years ago would have been 1968. And I am not too fluent in movies from the 60s. Oh, well, that's your problem right there. So um, I know of some, but not many. Um, So I was thinking maybe something like that. Or the other one, since our ties to the Marvel Cinematic Universe only continue, except for that one little hiccup we had with Clerks, but I I think we'll just look past that. Yeah, let's look past that. Maybe for our 50th episode, we should do a legacy cast with where it all started. Okay. For those of you who don't know, that's the original Iron Man. Yeah, no, that, that'd be cool. So those are the kind of ideas I have popping, rolling around in my head. So uh, we got a couple weeks until episode 50 comes up. It, I think it's going to happen in probably September. It's either September or the first part of October. So uh, if you guys have an idea of what you would like us to do for 50 episodes, uh, shoot us an email at nerds at realfilmnerds.com. If you think you'd really be interested in getting a free movie, hit us up. Let us know. Or, uh, I don't know, something. Just email us because I, I, I haven't gotten one email from <laughs> nerds at Real Film Nerds. So, anyways, just throwing all that out there. Yeah, that sounds cool, man. Yeah, let's see what, uh, see what people want. Yeah, I know 50 episodes isn't a super huge milestone. But it's uh, kind of a big milestone for me because there's been multiple times where I'm just ready to throw my hands up in the air and say, screw it, I don't want to do this stupid podcast anymore because nobody listens to it and why the hell are we doing it? And then I realize that I get to talk to my good buddy at least once a week, sometimes twice a week, and then I realize I need to keep doing this because it's fun. Yeah. So, all right, well, let us know, people, what you think we should do. And uh, I don't know what we're reviewing for next week. I haven't even looked at the schedule. So uh, I think we might need to do a uh, legacy cast or a uh, a tributary for one of them. Yeah, I'm not sure what comes out next week. Yeah, uh, here, I'm on IMDb right now, so we can take a look. I thought I had it bookmarked at one point of upcoming movies. But let's see. Now my keyboard is going to make a lot of noise because it's loud. Uh, IMDB. Well, you're not going to talk while I'm typing? Damn it, Mike. Yeah, well, I was looking myself. Uh, oh, you're looking too? Yeah, okay. there's Operation Finale, which is about the... Um, oh, yeah. The, oh, the yeah. Nazi guy that they find like a few years after World War II. They find his where he's hiding. And uh, they're they're trying to get him. You know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing that, especially since um, 
former Real Film Nerds co-host and founder of the show, Seth Marquardt, is leaving the Prescott area, possibly indefinitely. We'll see. Who knows? But this is uh, his last week in town, and I told him we need to go see a movie together one last time before he leaves, and that was the movie that he wants to go see. Oh, okay. So that would be a good one, Operation Finale. That would work. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Yeah, let's try and plan on that. And uh, I might have to go see that Harkins because okay. is is that an indie? Mm, I don't know. It's it's probably not going to have a huge release. Typically, the theater that gets the smaller releases here and the indies is uh, Harkins. So, Movie Pass. I I don't know if I'll get that third movie next week. Might have to go see Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. So, all right, Mike. You got anything else you want to add this week? Uh, no, no, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't have anything else either. Uh, just, uh, don't go enjoy yourself some rotten cotton, because it's not worth it. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, uh, thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.